Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Collective Podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So today I'm going to talk to you about a topic that actually is held dear to my heart because I've dealt with it over the last, I would say, six to eight months, especially during the pandemic where, you know, and in an election year where things are so easily uh, commented on and maybe be misconstrued or may not be how somebody else feels about something and you have to be a little bit careful. And what the topic is, is how to balance between personal and professional social media. And I do see that many people have this handled but also many don't. And I would say I'm probably 80% where I have it handled and 20% where I feel the need to comment on something and it can get you into trouble and you have to be careful. So just from personal experience as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a professional, I just wanted to give you some basic and helpful reminders about the benefits and risks associated with posting to social media. So for brands, social media is like a double-edged sword. On the one hand, when creatively employed, it can reach your consumer base in exciting and engaging ways. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, DiGiorno's bizarre and hilarious Twitter account. They're just funny when they post. But on the other hand, when used recklessly or inappropriately, it can damage brand integrity and reputation in ways that are really difficult, um, if not impossible to mend. Think of what happened to, you know, TV star Roseanne Barr. It ended her comeback with her show because she posted something and they were offensive to certain people uh, in tweets and it just completely kind of obliterated what her persona was, even though she had an abrasive persona to begin with. But, you know, and I, what I dealt with, too, is I commented on something actually that Starbucks posted that I felt was inaccurate and did a disjustice. And I got a little flack from a couple of people that didn't like my post that I felt was inappropriate to for them to say something to me. And I had to take a stance. But it really kind of t- also taught me a lesson that there's some risk there. And I didn't want that to go viral. So I decided to kind of backtrack a little bit, not backtrack in the way that I didn't stand by what I said, but just decide to have certain accounts that are business related. And then if I want to comment on things that I feel personally about, I have a different um, platform. And I do not. um, And I actually keep it where I don't allow people to to see it, that I don't, you know, that I don't want in the mix. So you have to be careful, because regardless of any risk, social media is here to stay. The audience is just too large and to leave untapped. First of all, you're looking at 3.5 billion people, according to Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine that say they use social media worldwide and the average person spends three hours a day using at least one social media platform. You can't miss that contact. So if you use social media in your career, it can be difficult to navigate sometimes the tenuous balance between professional and personal media use. It also can be difficult to balance the time you spend. So you really have to kind of manage that as well. But a lot of times the categories can overlap. So you don't need to feel ashamed if you're unsure where the boundaries are. I'm going to discuss the balancing act just so that you know that there is a specific dichotomy between personal and professional social media. 
So the first thing with all the risk, you sometimes I'm sure asking yourself, why bother? You know, businesses just got by just fine without social media in the past. Well, in 2020, that's not an option. At this point, your customers, if you're trying to build a business, do expect to reach you via the web. You know, 54% of social media users use the web to research products that they're considering purchasing. They even now, I, I call it uh, Dr. Google because people actually try to figure out what's wrong with them too from a health perspective just by Googling it. And if you're not on social media, your brand still has a social presence, such as users who post about you. Uh, you know, you, you have a lot less control if you're not on there. So be aware of that. If you haven't, you know, look on Yelp. If you haven't claimed your business and somebody's posted, they're doing this just because they can. And also on Facebook as well. So here are some invaluable in advantages of social platforms. First of all, the ability to quickly inform your audience of new information, daily deals, changes in policy, and more. Okay, I post my podcast uh, on different platforms when it comes up. And, and it's nice because um, I don't feel like I, you don't have to pay to do that. You can just post it and, and hopefully people see that and use appropriate hashtags. Next, it's a visible demonstration that your company is also in the forefront of technology and trends. Okay, it also provides a venue for online chatting with your clients about business related topics. I think I get more comments on YouTube, which I find interesting than anywhere else. Sometimes I will get a um, actually also LinkedIn, but on Twitter, I don't get a lot of business related um I should say uh, correspondence or business related uh, conversation, more just likes or retweets that somebody says, oh, yeah, let, you know, listen into that or, or we like the article you posted. It also provides um, or can serve as a bulletin or news report for your company information. And so there are some people that will abstain from social, personal social media. There are also many wonderful tools that can be found on different platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. So you shouldn't have to sacrifice a, per a personal digital presence for the sake of your career, but make sure, and I was talking to my daughter about this, you know, she's a medical school teacher now, and so she was posting something about her and her friends at the beach, and I'm like, you need to take that down. And she said, but I'm private. I'm like, nothing's private. You have to be very careful because you can't post a bikini photo, even though you're beautiful, um, on a post that could be seen by a principal or a teacher or a student. And she's like, oh, shoot. Okay. And then, you know, and this is millennials. This is a 25-year-old um, that had to kind of think that through and realize, you know, that that's probably not a good idea. So personal social media accounts are for something like that, but you have to be careful as far as how far you go with it. This can be for the develop, development and maintenance of personal relationships, especially in the time of, you know, coronavirus and the pandemic, when they're touting out there that you really should limit your personal personal socializing. I know one of the things that I'm actually not on Facebook anymore because I don't particularly like, like Facebook when it was very political, um, but I have relatives in Australia, in England, in Ireland, you know, in New York, and I'm in California. And so it was really, you know, easy communication with a lot of my family that I can't see oh, and friends that I can't see across the world. It also gave some ability for new connections, which I didn't really use Facebook for that, but I do use uh, LinkedIn for that from a professional perspective. Also, you can keep up with news releases and special offers from certain brands and artists. 
Uh, one of the things I use Twitter for is one of my one of my accounts. I have four Twitter accounts, but one of them I use it for sports. I just want to hear about my Pittsburgh Steelers, um, you know, my Cleveland Indian baseball team some uh information on on the Lakers when they're when they're playing well and then also on you know there's the different sports teams that I follow so that's helpful for, plus I have some favorite authors that follow me on those platforms and I follow some musicians as well so from a personal level that's kind of a nice connection but the disadvantages of social media often come into play when the barriers between professional and personal use get blurred and you really want to be clear that your personal social media, your personal social media use can and will impact your professional reputation. And so, you know, connecting with social with clients on social media, how it can go wrong. So what Facebook says is they said for 2 million friendships are requested on Facebook every 20 minutes. So what happens if one of your customers or clients or another individual you have a professional relationship with tries to reach out to you on your personal social media. Well, this is where that blurry line is. How do you manage that? The simple answer is you don't. So almost all professional guidelines suggest avoiding personal social media connections with clients. And it should go without saying that you should never use your business social media to instigate a personal relationship. I did that one time. I actually didn't instigate it. The other person did. And now I've had to actually block that person because Obviously, we've never met in person and it just was not a good fit. And I, that became apparent after a while. So you have to be very careful unless you're meeting people in person and you know them, then try not to take the the internet persona of somebody and just assume that you would be friends. And I'm very careful on my Instagram account because both of my accounts, you, ha you actually have to ask me. Um, and permission to follow me. So because I'm, I only know, you know, what I, who I want to follow, and I'm not into just having, you know, a million followers. I'm into having followers that I respect, that I trust, that I want to see my content. Also, you have to be careful about accepting a friend request because it does cross the boundaries and can be damaging to what we call the therapeutic relationship. So, you can be 100% clear that if you take this friend request, you will have a hard time if it if you do anything that is not within their wheelhouse of what they believe to be, you know, um, I go, I, I guess, politically correct. And it could lead to inappropriate posts and relationships and something just being taken the wrong way. And you don't want to damage your personal relationship. So making a personal connection on social media could cause your clients to begin to see you as a friend and a personal connection rather than a business connection. And what that sometimes does, and let me just explain what it's done to me. So I'm an entrepreneur, obviously, that's why I'm doing this podcast. But sometimes there is a little bit of a taken advantage of and I've had it happen to me a couple times, where somebody now thinks, okay, now I'm friends with her. And so now can you promote my stuff? Can you, you know, do this for me? Can I ask you coding questions or billing questions or things that really I charge for? And so that's where, um, that's where it's a problem because as an entrepreneur, that's our livelihood. You know, we, we basically charge for what we do. I'm a consultant. And so I feel like there's not only blurred lines, but there's now an inappropriate, um, 
advantage, taking advantage of a relationship instead of trying to kind of feed off each other. I have some that don't do that, but I do have a couple in particular that I have to kind of say, okay, you know, I do charge for that or just ignore sometimes the question me and then I send them something showing how they can join a service. So, you know, you have to be a little bit careful about that. Also, your customers can decide that they just don't like you. <laughs> Not everyone has the personality or demeanor for public facing positions. Um, you may make, I may make, or you may make a serious post about politics or current events that could be considered divisive to somebody else. And so the customer that just friended you, let's say if you're on Facebook and they could judge you on a personal choice that you make and you don't want to do that. Now, one of the biggest things that, that I've seen happen as well, and I don't know where this came up, but it's, it's happening. And that's why I switched all of my accounts to private, except LinkedIn, LinkedIn's not private, but everything else you have to, you know, ask permission. You get a lot of sexual harassment. It's not uncommon. And you get that on social media. I've seen that quite a bit and you have to be mindful of that. So you look for the signs, anybody that says dear or immediately says you're the most beautiful woman or man that you've seen on here, just immediately block those people. That's just, you know, that's, that's harassment. Damage to your credibility. Okay. This is where you have to be careful about reposting or memes or information because people share things not only on a, po a personal social media site, but personally, sometimes you're more casual. I mean, I, I share some stuff that I think is amusing, but I also make sure I go back and say, okay, who's following me right now? Because would they like this? And sometimes on my story, I choose who can see it, but not everybody facts checks the stories they post or the memes they share and posting incorrect or damaging in information can also hurt you and your personal page and damage your credibility in the workforce. So be aware of these mistakes and just be careful about something like that. Because when you are posting information, people will go say, wait, is that sound right? Especially if they do the sniff test and not really realize what that is. But also if you're somebody that's looking to be hired by a company or looking for, you know, um, or you're trying to apply for something where you're trying to get um, maybe a, an engagement from an outside source. I know I have a lot of clients that I've had a couple of contracts come in recently. They lurk and they will go around and just see what you're doing. And so posting business related content, such as news um, or anything like that, you have to also be careful about posting that about new clients or about projects, because that could be considered in some circles as discourteous, you know, and so be careful about that as well. You want to stay away from any information that you've learned in private meetings with managers, colleagues, clients, you know, because sometimes those are very closed door and under privacy. And then also one of the biggest things out there, and I'm going to put this out there because this is really important and you have to be very, very careful. Remember to ask yourself if anything you're posting could harm your professional career that is racist, sexist, LGBTQ or phobic content, or if the meme or joke is not going to be taken by everybody as funny. And please don't pretend to be any kind of domestic terrorist group. You will, you will end your career in a flash, even if you feel like it's just funny. It's not. 
but just be really, really careful about what you're doing on social media and know those blurred lines. So in, in finishing this up, what I would really recommend is that you have your personal social media that you use as private. And remember, not everything's private, so still be careful there. And then you have a business social media and keep it that way. So there are a little bit of blurred lines. I do have them on my Instagram account, but I also have an Instagram uh, account for um, this for the business collective podcast. So make sure you check that out. And I also have a Twitter account for the business collective, but I also have one for my CodeCast podcast. And then also I'm on LinkedIn, but now LinkedIn is a professional kind of a professional Facebook, if you will, they've gotten a little bit more Facebooky lately, but LinkedIn also, they know you because you have images up there. You're, they know you as the professional, as the personal brand, not just your company. And so it, you really have to be careful what you like, what you comment on. And I'm telling you, there's some things on there that make me crazy. And so I just basically hide that post because I don't want to see it. And But I am careful what I comment on because it could be misconstrued by somebody. So hopefully this will help you in being careful and not just being politically correct, but just being able to balance between personal and professional social media, the risks involved, and how you can make it a positive for your future. So thank you everyone for listening this week. We'll, listen, we'll talk to you again soon on the Business Collective Podcast. Make it a great day and a great week. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com.